Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. FNTSY and Sports Grid Network present. Ball in his hands. Game on the line. Friday, no. Tipped up by Nash. Hit the horn. Hardwood takeaways. It's Lillard. He got the shot off. Hello and welcome to Hardwood Takeaways brought to you by the Sports Grid. Get on the grid. I'm your host, Scott Bogman. You can find me on the Twitter at Bogman Sports. And today was the NBA trade deadline. So we have a ton to talk about. I'll just say right off the bat here, I didn't necessarily enjoy this trade deadline. Um, you know, there, there were a decent amount of moves. It wasn't boring. I feel like last year's was a boring trade deadline. We didn't have that. But I tell you what we didn't have either is a ton of trades that make sense. The one that I thought made the most sense where a contender was acquiring players was the uh, Marcus Morris deal with him and Isaiah Thomas going to uh, the Clippers. The Knicks got Mo Harkless, a 2021st rounder and a 2023 second rounder from Detroit. And the Wizards got Jerome Robinson. I thought this trade made the most sense out of uh, 
any of them. Um, you know, the Knicks are looking to acquire picks. They got two first rounders. Uh, the Wizards got a shooter and the Clippers got some depth. I thought this trade made a ton of sense. Marcus Morris uh, can come in, obviously, you know, fantasy nerd wise like I am. I don't like this trade for Marcus Morris's value or Isaiah Thomas's value. But I think as far as real life goes, this is a great depth trade that the Clippers did. I think it works for the Knicks, and I don't think the Wizards gave up much. So I think it works all the way around. Uh, the big trade of the day was the Wolves and Warriors, where the Wolves got D'Angelo Russell, Jacob Evans, and Omari Spellman, and the Warriors got Andrew Wiggins, a 2021 first, and a 2021 second. So... This is the trade I didn't really like because this is the Wolves trying to appease Carl uh, Anthony Towns because his best friend is D'Angelo Russell. So um, I, I guess, you know, this is it's a good trade as far as getting two stud players on your team. I understand that. And you're appeasing your superstar. So maybe he'll start to get give some effort. But I think that if you have to do this to appease your superstar, you you have the wrong superstar. So if I owned the Wolves, which I never will, um, I'll never own a basketball team. But if this was the show that I was running, I think I would have traded Cat. He's the most tradable asset maybe in the NBA right now, outside of GA. Um, he's young, he's controllable, and I, I think that I would have flipped him. Uh, you can get a ton back. You can get an Anthony Davis level haul back for a player like that. Um, it, it does, it would upset him of course. And if you don't get a trade done, you're risking, uh, bigger problems down the road. I get that. I just, I'm not going to be the guy to sit and deal with that. So they're going all in on, on cat. They're trying to make him the guy. And I mean, he's already the guy there. He just, you know, with him, they have 15 wins and they're 20 games below 500. I know he's missed a bunch of games this year, but he's been a crybaby about the all-star game. He's uh, showed a lack of effort uh, during games. So I don't know. Uh, and he gets rewarded for his behavior. So I don't know. I'm kind of down on cat right now. I just, you know, hopefully this is the spark that he needs. Uh, to get it done, but it's not going to help them make the playoffs this year. You know, they are uh, well behind uh, the Grizzlies. They're 10 and a half games back, so they're not making the playoffs this year. This is a move for next year. And on the the Warriors side here, I, I think that um, the big thing is, is you can take Wiggins and some picks and maybe flip them for a bigger star if you want in the offseason. Plus, you're going to be getting Curry and uh, Clay back. So, and Curry could come back this season. I know they said they're going to look at his uh, thumb injury and reevaluate him at the end of the month. I don't see a reason for them to play him. It doesn't make a ton of sense to me, so I don't think they will. But um, it's a weird trade. It's a weird trade because the best player in the deal goes to a team that's 10.5 games below 500. So not your usual uh, deadline deals. We also saw the weirdest one of the day where Andre Drummond goes to Cleveland for Brandon Knight, John Henson, and a 2023 second-round pick. Now, uh, maybe um, maybe they're going to see if they can uh, 
convince Andre Drummond to re-sign. But even if they do, they've got Tristan Thompson, they've got Larry Nance, and they've got Kevin Love because none of those guys got moved. So it is a just a, a gigantic, crowded front court. And I, I don't I don't know what they're going to do with Drummond here. So uh, maybe John Beeline wanted to see if he could get him. Uh, maybe the Pistons just wanted him off the team. Maybe he has been. Because he, he hasn't been as bad as Cat. But I think once his name started coming up in trade rumors, uh, he also showed a lack of effort. He wasn't running hard in transition. And, you know, uh, just his body language has been bad. But Knight and Henson are expiring contracts. They What they should have done is flipped Drummond to Atlanta a month ago for that first round pick because they were offering a first round pick. I think it was a, a later per, uh, pick or they wanted to protect it, something uh, like that. So I don't know. You know, this is a just a weird trade because it's two teams that aren't really playoff contenders. I mean, the Pistons could end up making the playoffs. They did last year. Uh, I doubt they do it this year. They are uh, three and a half games out of a playoff spot as I'm talking right now. So it's within the realm of possibility, but um, I don't think it's going to happen. So very strange. There's rumors that the, the Cavs might end up uh, buying out Tristan Thompson. So we'll see if that ends up happening and he winds up on a different team. That would at least free up a little spacing in that front court with Tristan Thompson and Drummond and Love and uh, Larry Nance. So uh, we'll see. Uh, the Heat uh, did finally get Andre Iguodala. There was about 17 to 18 different variations of this trade, uh, but Miami gets Andre Iguodala, Jay Crowder, and Solomon Hill. The Grizzlies get Justice Winslow, Deion Waiters, and James Johnson. So this, you know, Andre Iguodala refused to play for the Grizzlies this season. He didn't want to do it. He wants to. He's ring chasing. He's an old guy as far as NBA standards go. So uh, I like this trade for the Heat. This is another one that kind of makes sense. You know, they get a couple veterans and Iguodala and Jay Crowder. You know, Solomon Hill, too, off the bench could be a nice piece. And the Grizzlies are getting Justice Winslow and James Johnson, who they later flipped for Gorgie Jang. Uh, I believe Waiters is going to be bought out. We'll have to wait, you know, until this these trades are officially official. We'll have to wait to see what all ends up happening. But um I think Justice Winslow is a good ad for them. Uh, he is a guy that can guard multiple positions, play different positions. I think he's a nice uh, chip to have, and all they had to do was uh, trade an aging guy in Crowder and Hill and a guy that never played for them. So I think this was a great trade on both sides. And then we had um, uh, Gorgie Jane going for James Johnson, and Gorgie is just going to be a nice backup piece in the front court for Memphis, and we'll see if James Johnson, I don't know what the Wolves are going to end up doing with him, um, but uh, I like getting, you know, they got Gorgie Jane off of their payroll, and um, Memphis got a nice backup center for the playoffs. The Sixers uh, traded a, a James Ennis to the Magic for a 2020 second round pick, you know, this this is fine. I mean, James Ennis is a good player, and the Magic right now are a playoff team. So, adding a little bit more scoring and getting a second round pick, it's a Lakers second round pick for the Sixers. I mean, they could have they could have got taken anything. So, uh, I thought that was a good trade. the The Nuggets and Wizards flipped Jordan McRae and Shabazz Napier. Um, I, I mean. 
this trade for me is bigger for fantasy. I mean, uh, I, I liked Napier going to Washington fantasy wise because they don't have much there. They traded Isaiah Thomas. Ish Smith is now their starting point guard. So I think there's tons of meat on the bone for Napier. And um, McCray is just, you know, he he's a three and D type of player. So we'll see if he's uh, what type of minutes he gets with Denver. It's just adding depth. Um, the Hawks and Blazers. I mean, the the Hawks got Scalabissier and Cash, and uh, the Blazers got a uh, protected second round pick in 2024. This is basically a salary dump for the Blazers. Uh, the Rockets and Grizzlies traded uh, Jordan Bell. Uh, f- was flipped to the Grizzlies for Bruno Caboclo, and the Grizzlies also got a 2023 second round pick. Um, I I don't I don't understand this one. I guess because Jordan Bell is over six foot six, that uh, the Rockets wanted to get rid of him. So a very strange deal, if you ask me. But uh, I I just I don't know what the Rockets are doing. I think that's an, I'm annoyed with what the Rockets are doing. Uh, they're going small, so. Um, playing the Lakers tonight, I'll get you the results of that in a little bit, but I, I, this, this small lineup is bothering me. Then we had the Sixers get Alec Burks and Glenn Robinson and the Warriors got a Dallas 2022nd, a Denver 2021 second and a Toronto 2022 second. So a bunch of seconds to deal some depth for the Sixers. They need some shooting. Um, they're playing absolutely awful on this road trip and on the road in general. So hopefully some outside shooting will give them a little bit more confidence. Then we had another salary dump trade here where Dwayne Dedman and a 2020 second and a 2021 second go to Atlanta in exchange for Jabari Parker and Alex Len. For me, this kind of clogs up the front court in Sacramento. I don't really understand this deal. Alex Len is banged up right now. I think they just wanted to get Dwayne Dedman off the team because he clearly didn't want to be there. I mean, he got fined earlier this season for demanding a trade. Uh, Jabari Parker is going to eat into Rashawn Holmes' minutes, I think. Marvin Bagley is going to come back at some point. Uh, it's been all Bielitsa recently, so um, I'm, I'm, I don't know. I, I think this was just to get Dedman off the roster. So I like Jabari Parker going to Sacramento. We'll see what he gets there, but... Um, uh, I'm I'm not sold on that trade yet, but those were the big ones. There were other little pieces that were moved around, but that was the main crux of the trade deadline. Now let's get to some of these scores. We start out with uh, the Knicks winning a game, 105-103 over Orlando, bringing the Knicks up to 16-36 and and the Magic down to 22-30. and um, the Knicks lead was as big as 13 points in the second quarter. The Magic cut it to seven at the half, and then they won the third quarter by 14 points, and their lead got uh, as big as 10 in the fourth. Wayne Ellington, though, hit three threes in a row as soon as that lead got up to 10 points, and uh, they finally took the lead with about 349 left to play, and uh, after that, they led the rest of the way, and they wound up winning. Um, on the Knicks side, They are rumored to be hiring agent Leon Rose to replace Steve Mills. So uh, once again, you know, James Dolan very strangely firing the team president right before the trade deadline. And um, a lot of people want him to sell his team and um, 
he said he's not he said I'm not selling but I am determined to find the right leader for the Knicks who will ensure the long-term success of the team just as we did with the hiring of Rangers president John Davidson. So we'll see what happens with this, you know. Uh I I thought they did a good job today flipping Marcus Morris and getting some picks. So not a bad start. But uh, on the Knicks side, the winning Knicks, Alfred Payton had a nice game here. 15 points, 4 rebounds, 9 assists, and 7 steals in this game. 7-13 shooting with a triple. Taj Gibson played 29 minutes, got 19 points, 5 rebounds, and a block. Julius Randle, 22 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, a steal, and 2 blocks. Uh, Reggie Bullock, 12-3-3 with a steal uh, off the bench. Uh, Mitchell Robinson, 6-4 with a steal and a block. R.J. Barrett, 18 minutes, 12 points, 3 boards, 3 assists. Wayne Ellington, 12 points and a rebound. All those points coming in the fourth quarter. On the Magic side, we had Vucci Man, 25 points, led them in scoring 8 rebounds, 3 assists, a steal, and 3 blocks on 9 of 13 shooting and 3 of 4 from deep. Aaron Gordon, 16 points, 4 rebounds, 5 assists, and a steal. 7 of 14 shooting for him. Markel Fultz, 16, 4, and 6 assists. Evan Fournier, 16, and 3 off the bench. Uh, Terrence Ross, 10, 6, 2 assists, a steal, and 2 blocks. Then we had the Pelicans winning their game in Chicago, 125 to 119. It wasn't as close as that score, though. Uh, the Pelicans, 21 and 31 now, and the Bulls down to 19 and 34. High paced first half in this one where the Pelicans scored 72 points, 8 away from the franchise record, and they were up 10 going into halftime. They won the third by 12 points to go up 22, entering the fourth, and they got uh, the lead up to as much as 27 points. But the Bulls came storming back, and if there was like two more minutes in this game, they probably would have won uh, because they pulled it to 123 to 119, so within four points after being down 27 in the quarter. But that was with six seconds left, and they couldn't score any more points. So a uh, little, little too, too little too late there, and... Interestingly enough, during the uh, trade deadline, we heard some rumors about Markinen possibly being on the block, but the Bulls said that they never let made him available. So he was never actually available for trade, and they want to keep him. There are rumors that he wants out. I don't know how believable they are, uh, but we'll probably find out in the offseason if he's dealt. On the Pelican side, Zion. Led in scoring 21 points, four rebounds, an assist, two steals, and a block on nine of 11 shooting, three of five from the line. Still no good there. Brandon Ingram, 15 points, three rebounds, five assists, and two steals on five of 10 shooting, two triples for him. Derek favors only eight points, but 15 rebounds, an assist, and a block, four of five shooting for him. Drew Holiday, nine, three, and five with two blocks. Lonzo Ball, nine, three, and 10 with three steals. And a block on uh, three of five shooting for him. Off the bench, J.J. Redick had 18 with an assist and five, uh, a rebound and five assists. Josh Hart, 12, 7, and 6 with two steals. And Melly had 12, 3, and 3 with two steals. And then we go over to Milwaukee, winning their game, hosting Philly, uh, 112 to 101, bringing them up to 44 and 7, still on pace to win 70 games this year, and Philly to 31-21. and 21. It was a fourth straight loss for the Sixers, who ended this road trip 0-4. And third straight win for the Bucks. I believe they've won seven of their past eight as well. And um, this is another game that was decided in the third quarter when the Bucks went in the half, uh, only up three, and won the third quarter by nine points and took a 12-point 
lead into the fourth and ended up winning by 11. And Brett Brown said, in general, there's a mental toughness you need to have on the road. At times, we haven't had it uh, to the volume and intensity that we need. And that is, you know, there's starting to be rumors with all these losses piling up for the Sixers that um, Brett Brown might be coaching for his job in this run. So uh, we'll see what happens with him. Uh, but there, there was, you know, there were rumors about Simmons possibly getting traded, but I think they were right to not make any of those moves. All they did was add depth. They didn't trade a big piece. And, uh, you know, Ben Simmons isn't a trade deadline player that gets moved. He's an offseason player that gets moved. So uh, we'll see if, if anything happens there. But there were a couple rumors, but nothing ever came to fruition. Huge game for GA, 36 points, 20 rebounds, six assists and a steal on 13 of 25 shooting, nine of 12 from the line. So that's really good for him. Only one of seven from deep, though. Uh, Chris Middleton, 20 points, seven rebounds, three assists on eight of 17 shooting with three triples. Brooke Lopez, four, two and two with three blocks. Wesley Matthews, eight points. Eric Bledsoe, 14 points, eight boards, six assists and two steals off the bench. Robin Lopez, nine points, three rebounds, an assist, and two steals. And DiVincenzo, eight, seven, and a block. On the Philly side, we had Tobias Harris, 25, seven, and four. MB, double-double, 19, and 11, with six assists. Ben Simmons, double-double, 11, 14, and nine, with two steals and a block on five of six, shooting one of four from the line, though. Um, Cork Moss, 12 points, three rebounds, and an assist. And Shake Milton, eight, four, and three. Then we go to Portland for a win for the Blazers, and they have been disappointing as of late, but get off the schneid against the Spurs in Portland. Uh, 125-117, bringing the Blazers up to 24-28. and 28. Spurs down to 22-29. and 29. Spurs got up uh, 10 a few times in the first half, but the Blazers were able to close it to one before the half, and then it was a closely contested game all the way down the stretch, and the Spurs had a six-point lead going into the fourth quarter, but the Blazers sped past them, and wound up winning by eight points here. And, um, you know, the the Spurs are just, it, it, it's really unfortunate they have to go on this long road trip. You know, I was talking about this with the Welsh the other day, and they've lost three straight. They're on an eight-game road trip. They've lost all three games here to the Clippers and the Lakers and Portland. They got a chance to win on Saturday against Sacramento, but... This stretch is so rough. I don't see where the win comes. It's, you know, Sacramento, maybe. Then Denver, Oklahoma City, Utah, Oklahoma City again, all on the road. And then they close out at home, uh, February at home against Dallas and Orlando. So tough stretch for them. uh, But that's why we didn't see them acquiring any pieces in Portland, only flipping uh, to get out of the luxury tax. So in this game, Lillard, 26 points, two rebounds. 10 assists, 9 of 20 shooting for 45% in three triples. Carmelo had 20, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, and 4 triples for him. Ariza, 7, 6, and 1. Whiteside, a nice double-double here. 17 points, 23 rebounds, an assist, a steal, and 4 more blocks on 8 of 10 shooting. 1 for free from the line, 1 for from 3 from the free throw line. Uh, C.J. McCollum, 19 points, 3 rebounds, 6 assists, and a block. Gary Trent with 18 points off the bench with 6 triples for him. On the Spurs side, we had LaMarcus Aldridge with 20 points, 8 rebounds, 4 assists, 2 steals, and a block on 9 of 23 shooting. 
two of six from downtown, and he has taken more three-point attempts this season than he has in any other season. We're only, you know, 50 games in here so far. DeMar DeRozan, 21 points, seven rebounds, six assists, and three steals. Uh, Trey Lyles starting at center for the Spurs, 23 points, 10 rebounds, two uh, steals on nine of 11 shooting and four from six from deep. Uh, Forms had 11, uh, White had 15, and Patty Mills had 14. Going over to my Rockets, Getting the win with the small ball lineup tonight against the Lakers. Um, 121-111. It was a close game all the way through until, you know, the the Rockets hit a couple threes late and wound up pulling away from the Lakers here. But, um, you know, this was a super high-paced game. Obviously, a ton of points in this one. And the Rockets only had one less rebound going with the small ball lineup. Harden took the tip off. And P.J. Tucker played most of the night at center. Um, this is what they want to do. You know, uh, they want to run. And it worked tonight. I just, I don't know how often this is going to work. Um, they had 10 more threes than the Lakers, 19-9. Uh, to nine. So, um, Westbrook had a big game. James Harden was off of it tonight. 14 points, seven boards, seven assists, and two steals on three of 10 shooting, one of six from deep. He did hit all seven of his free throws, but Westbrook had to show up, and he did. 41 points, eight rebounds, five assists, and a steal on 17 of 28 shooting. That's 60%. And um, he had only one triple. PJ Tucker had 11. Eric Gordon had 15. Donnell House had 13. And Covington off the bench, 14, 8, and 4 with two steals and two blocks in his Rockets debut. So a great game for the Rockets. It was really working for them. On the Lakers side, Anthony Davis, and this is your fear if you're a Rockets fan like me, he dominated. 32 uh, 32 points, 13 rebounds, three assists, three steals, and three blocks on 14 of 21 shooting. He did go line five times, made four of them. 18, 9, and 15 assists for LeBron with two steals on 8 of 19 shooting with one triple, one of eight from deep. Um, Avery Bradley, 15, 1, and 4. Danny Green, 15, 2, and 3. Caruso had 12 points as well. Looking forward to this weekend. There are some great games, and we'll see what the Rockets do against the Suns here in Phoenix with DeAndre Ayton against them. The Heat are uh, going on the road against Sacramento. Uh, Utah is hosting Portland, Oklahoma City and Detroit should be a decent one, Boston and Atlanta, and we'll see what that new Atlanta lineup looks like with Capella in there and Deadman and all those guys on Saturday. There's a bunch of games. We've got uh, the Suns and the Nuggets, the Warriors and the Lakers, uh, Clippers and Timberwolves should be interesting with uh, Russell uh, going over to Minnesota. Pacers and Pelicans should be a good one, too, and maybe even the Knicks and Pistons will be good. And then Sunday, we close it out with some real good games here. Miami at Portland, uh, Houston against Utah, the Sixers against the Bulls, and the Thunder and the Celtics should be a lot of fun to watch. But I hope you guys have a great NBA weekend, and I will see you on Monday for more Hardwood Takeaways. Follow me on Twitter at Bogman Sports, and I'll see you later. Take it easy, everybody.
guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Open a limited time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average. Plus, it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or Kemba.org slash CV for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals Annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And so are we. I'm Tori Deal. And I'm Anissa Ferreira. The wait is over, guys. All Stars 4 is finally here. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. And we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. Listen to MTV's official Challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.